Hey friends, welcome to episode 54 of Miracle Soup. I'm your host, Christoph Heinen. Yesterday, I decided that I am going to give this whole book writing thing another go. It, I mean, you know, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one who has been wanting to write a book for like probably the past few decades or so. Uh, I'm turning 44 today. So it's kind of made me, you know, just, just kind of like zoom out and look at my life. Like, wow, 44. Uh, that's, I guess, officially considered considered middle-aged. And I've been wanting to write this book for so long. It's like this thing that keeps nudging me and nagging me. And I keep feeling inspired and keep feeling these ideas. But why is it that I can't just sit down and do it? And... um so I came up with this technique yesterday called the writing experiment. And it's basically sort of something that I riffed off of um, this little mini meditation retreat I did not too long ago where I set a timer for 25 minutes uh, and and do like a 25-minute session three times, right? And that's kind of just like, well, what would happen? It's kind of like there's have you have this attitude, like what would happen if I just sit down and and write this and work on this book idea for 25 minutes, three times. So 75 minutes with a five minute, you know, it'll get up and walk and stretch. I think they actually call that the Pomodoro method where you set a timer for 25 minutes and you give yourself like a five, 10 minute break in between those sessions just to kind of like open up the, the space in your mind so you don't feel so stressed out or like you don't get burned out, give your mind a rest, that kind of thing. So I did that yesterday with the intention, like, well, what would happen if I start writing a book? And um, what I noticed was really fascinating was that the first 25 minutes was pretty much the first 20 minutes of the first 25 minutes was just like a horrendous onslaught of negative voices, basically. Like every, I call it the uh, tyrant army the inner critic tyrant army. And it was just like all the voices and all of the imaginary people in my mind saying, you can't do this. You suck. Who are you to even try writing a book? You're not smart enough. You're not, you know, you've already been like procrastinating this book writing for so long. Like you're already almost 44 now. So like, what are you even thinking? And it was just like constant. Everything that I would type out would just get this, massive attack from this negativity this army of negativity and, and then but i just kept going i just kept writing i was like okay okay well just keep trying and then like nothing was really coherent and i i kind of pulled from uh, Anne lamont she in her book what was that book called something about birds Anne lamont's one of my favorite authors she's just she's just really incredible she really taps into this beautiful heart current with her writing and, um, you know, she says, like, the first draft, like, make it, make it shitty. It's not going to be good. It's your first draft. And if you, if you write thinking like your first draft is supposed to be some polished, put together thing, then, like, you're pretty much just sabotaging yourself right off the get go. It's like, it's your first draft. You go back and you, you pull out the things that wor work and you, and you, you embellish them and you cut out the stuff that doesn't, you know? So I was like, okay, this is my first draft. I'm just going to, keep writing it. It doesn't have to be even coherent. It can be disjointed. 
and after a minute 20, after I kind of just like worked through, you know, this massive army attack of negative voices, I started having a lot of fun. It started being really cool. So I did two more, you know, that was kind of like my morning. I was like, I had a sort of a, a day off and I just thought, oh, I'm just going to gift myself this little mini writing retreat, you know, an hour and a half, two hour writing retreat and just see what happens. And so, but it's basically what I wrote about was what I'm talking about now. I'm like, wow, let's, let's riff on this concept of the attitude of, a, of an experimenter and the attitude of, you know, what would happen if, instead of having like some fixed idea of how something should turn out, it's like maybe, or not maybe, but um, playing with this idea of experimentation sort of like um, hybridizing the creative spirit with the scientific spirit, the creative attitude with the scientific attitude. Like, oh, well, what would happen if I sit down for 25 minutes, three times, and just wrote towards this idea of this book that I have, which I don't even know what it's about. I just know that I want to write a book, right? And it actually turned out, I, I should probably go back, but I wrote like, somewhere around 2,000, 2,500 words, which was like four pages, and kind of started coming up with something, like a structure started to emerge, you know, for, for a book idea. And the cool thing about any kind of topic is you can always intersperse the topics with whatever stories and antidotes, you know, that, that come up. And stories are fun to tell. And uh, that's kind of what Anne Lamott reminded me in one of her recent videos was that that as a writer, you're, you're just a storyteller. You just have to get this, you just, you just get this knack for telling stories. And um, something kind of like a reoccurring theme here. I think the last episode was about the power of storytelling and the power of connecting with others and creating intimate connections with storytelling. So Pardon me if I'm out of breath a little bit. I got rain coming at nine and really want to get this dog a walk before we go on our hike today for my birthday hike, which I'm pretty stoked about. But anyway, so I got through that 25 minute times three section and I was feeling pretty good about myself. Like, wow, I really overcame. I really face this army of negativity and really kind of came through it. And then I was noticing this exact same energy today, like before recording this podcast and, and even, yeah, before recording today, I'm like, Oh, the same army started coming up. Like, Oh, who are you to, to write anything? Right. Who are you to record any kind of podcast? No one wants to listen to you anyway. There's enough stuff out there and blah, blah. But I thought, what would happen if I just hit the record button? Like, what would happen? What would happen if I hit the record button and just see what comes out? And what if people aren't as judgmental as your inner critics are? Maybe that's all in your head, you know? So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. 
because it is Wednesday and this whole consistency thing is pretty new to me. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think, I think that's it. I think that's pretty much today's episode, guys. It's going to be a short one because I'm going on this hike and I want to kind of get home and start packing, make sure things are ready, get a cooler, get some cold drinks, get some, uh, maybe some sunscreen, even though I never use that, but I just feel like it's responsible, even though I don't really believe in it. Um, Oshala is just frolicking through the forest and it seems like a big part of the creative process just in itself in and of itself is just overcoming the negativity overcoming all the negative voices who say you can't do something and you sound bad i notice that also when i'm playing music like the other day for the um for the ceremony i played and i just thought my guitar playing was so off i just couldn't seem to be hitting any of the right notes it wasn't coming out like i wanted it to i just felt so down on myself i mean just i had like this experience of like micro micro criticisms coming through my head with like every little note it's like no that was off no who's gonna like that no your teacher what would he think about this and it was just like rapid fire negative to the point where i mean i was like i literally couldn't control it i just it's not like I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, I want to be negative on myself. It's just like this rapid fire from somewhere. Maybe it's from a trauma in the past. Maybe it's just from my upbringing, you know, in the certain kind of dynamic that I was brought up in a certain environment. But afterwards, you know, I broke him up to me. He was like, bro, your guitar playing was so on fire last night. It sounded so amazing. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, what? That was the worst. And then I got more compliments like, dude, your guitar playing was great. The music was so amazing. <laughs> or I'll have this experience where I'm playing a song and I'm thinking, oh, this is lousy. It's just not gelling. It's not coming through. And then somebody in the group will start having some kind of like healing experience, start crying, start having some some like amazing letting go healing. And I'm and I'm like reminded dude, it's not about what you think. This is not about you. Like, get out of the way. <clears throat> get out of the way. It's not you. It's not even necessarily for you. It's really a, a channeling thing where you're channeling. And it's not up to you to decide whether it's good or not. That's like not your authority. You just show up and do and express the gift that you've been given, whether it's writing or music or singing or speaking, and then get out of the way for the results. Just show up, like do your best, but it's not even your job to criticize whether that was right or whether that was good or bad. You know, when you create like some art piece, like you have no idea how someone's going to receive that. Like it could be a painting that just triggers some beautiful emotion in them and really brights up their whole day possibly changing their entire life. But if you sit there thinking, oh, this is so bad, I'm not going to share it, I'm going to throw it away, then you've done an injustice, really. An injustice to yourself and to the world and to the spirit that that, that encodes and um, 
informs the whole apparatus, the whole body, mind, person who could be considered an artist or a channel or an author or, or whatever it is. It's kind of interesting how this whole podcast is really turning into more of an exploration of just like creativity and the phenomenon of, of the creative experience. Like, I think that's a really big piece. Like you're not the one to decide whether it's right or wrong, just because, just because you're, it's coming through your voice or it's coming through your mind or it's coming through your, your hands. You're not the one to decide whether it's good or not. That's, that's your own, that's whatever. It's not even your own. It's just some programmed idea of how something should be. And to not let that, you know, be shared with the, with the world, I think is a, is a huge disservice. So like I could get off today and just think, oh man, today's podcast was so crappy. Who's going to like that? But, and then I could just like not publish anything today, but then maybe there's that one person who really gets something out of this, this message. Maybe there's one person who's been really stuck in their creative process and here's this and finds, and it helps them express which is really one of the most helpful things we can do. I think it's the remedy for so much, you know, the pain, addictions, the trauma by getting it out, by expressing it, by turning it into something, by, by becoming alchemists in this world, transforming the suffering and the confusion and the dysfunction into beauty and into hope and into um, inspiration for others. That's, that's just magic. And that is a powerful gift. And when that's not shared, I think something is really, really lost in the world. And it's kind of unfortunate, but I don't want to get all down about that. It's just something to be aware of. And I think we're all, we're all coming online right now. We're all beginning to see that um, we want something new. We want a new experience. We don't want to be slaves to a rat race. We want to enjoy our lives. I mean, who doesn't, right? We want to experience the joy of, of beauty and fun connection and community. And that's done when we're ourselves and we're sharing, you know, things that are beautiful and significant to us. So, so it's not up to us, whether it's right or wrong. It's, I think that's a huge piece yeah, you want to do your best. You don't want to just be all sloppy. You want to do your best and create the best thing you can. But but that's uh, does not mean that you have the right to censor, you know, and, and be like, you know, like you don't want to be a book burner. You don't want to like, don't be that inner book burner who burns all the books before they can be shared with the world because they might be really really helpful, really powerful. And who knows something you think might, you know, wasn't the best thing. Like some song you play on the guitar, you didn't think it came out so great, but it could have really moved somebody who just doesn't care. I had that last night. I picked up, um, my girlfriend and I were playing music and she has a, a, a liar, L Y R E. I've never played a liar before. And so we were just kind of like, huh, none of, neither of us knew how to play it. So, so she started playing. I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. 
and it really put me in this meditative state. And I thought, wow, it's just gorgeous. It was just simple, you know, little strings. It's like a little harp. A lyre is like a harp, a little mini harp. And she put me in this deep meditative state and she, I don't know how to play it. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, just, oh my God, everything you're doing is so gorgeous. So I could really see her, you know, what we're talking about her sort of inner critic keeping her from playing, but I, I encouraged her and encouraged her and kind of relentlessly encouraged her so that she would keep playing because it was so beautiful. Selfishly, I just wanted to hear it. It didn't matter if it was like, sounded like something else or if she had training or if it was some, you know, tightly um, rehearsed piece that sounded like a liar is quote unquote supposed to sound like, you know, whatever. And then when she was done, I thanked her and I picked it up and then I started playing. It was so great to, after having encouraged her so much, realizing that no matter what she did, it sounded great to me. So I thought, well, I can give myself that same permission. I began playing and just thinking, well, you know, there are no wrong notes, just, just have fun. And I kind of just started playing it like I would a guitar, but obviously without the left hand. And I got really into this zone where I was like really, really in this zone playing the lyre. Probably played for a good 10 minutes or so. And then when my improvisational piece was over, she was just amazed. She's like, oh my God. She said like, that was a journey. That was amazing. And I had so much fun because I wasn't like criticizing myself for like how a liar should sound or shouldn't sound or whatever. Anyway, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn. Like I'm this great liar player. It's great, like creative coach or whatever, but, um, just musings on the path of a 44 year youngin. Yes. Careful with our words. I'm not going to affirm oldness. I love that also about telling my age to older people who are like 75 and they're like, you're a babe, dude. You are so young. You've got so much time ahead of you. Like, just enjoy it. Just you know, exact same thing I would tell to somebody younger than me. You're so, you just got time and just enjoy your life and don't waste time doing the things that you don't want to do and do more of what you do want to do and share your gifts with the world. And, and uh, don't spend another day really letting the inner critic tyrants dictate what is beautiful and what is worthy of sharing and what is artistic and what is creative in your life. Don't give them any more power. Your art, your creative impulses are valid. And the more you do them, the better and more polished they'll get. But if you don't, if you don't express it, you'll never have the opportunity to see where it can go. And other people will never have the opportunity to be touched by the love and the beauty that comes through your heart, through your hands, through your voice, through your energy. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening. If you want to leave a review, that would be so rad. Um, really, really thinking that's cool to get some reviews, uh, not to toot my own horn so much, but to start to get some more you know, um, some more reach with the podcast. And also on, on Spotify, you can hit that little star on Apple. You can make a review. Also feel free to reach out. My, um, email is always in the, 
show notes somewhere. So go ahead and, and reach out. And um, yeah, I've got nothing to sell, nothing to like hustle right now. Been taking a break from making stuff, uh, doing the wood carving, just taking a break because I've been you know, doing other stuff and working and this and that. But that'll come back soon. It'll be, be fun to do that. But anyway, until next time, friends. Om Namah Shivaya.